becoming a dentist means that you also have to get into dental school. Stay tuned as we talk to a D1 student who shares his experience about getting into dental school at his number one choice. Stay tuned. Hey, this is Dr. Darwin, the new dentist coach with another episode of Ask Dr. Darwin on the new dentist podcast show where we talk about getting into dental school, surviving dental school, getting into residency, surviving your residency, and then life as a new dentist. Be sure that you stay subscribed to the channel, but also hit that bell notification. Bing, 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 bing down below so that you're notified every time new videos are released. Also, this episode of Ask Dr. Darwin is being brought to you by Dr. Darwin On Demand. That's Dr. Darwin On Demand, the new exclusive membership community for new dentists. New dentists as in pre-dental students, current students, residents, new grads, and then also international dentists that are looking to come to the U.S. and get licensed. A lot of uh, gems, a lot of camaraderie, a new family, a new community where you can share ideas, learn, but also we have weekly Q&As on Sundays, and we also have a monthly masterclass, all part of the membership. For more details, go down below to thenewdentistcoach.com forward slash on demand, thenewdentistcoach.com forward slash on demand. And we look forward to having you in the community real soon. Today, we're joined with student Dr. Justin, who's going to tell us a little bit about his journey to dental school, but also going to share some insight as to what it's like being a D1 at his, at his dental school. How you doing, Justin? I'm great. I'm great. Thank you for having me. Like, yeah, I'm excited man. to be here. Like, just so surreal. Like, during my pre-dental journey, you know, I watched your video. So, I'm, it's just an amazing opportunity to be here and impart knowledge on really the community because I feel like I'm a part of this community and it's just so amazing what you were able to cultivate and I'm excited to be here. Let's get it Good. started. <laughs> hey man, you're welcome, man. Well, we're, we're just grateful that you carved out some time for us because because we remember, we you know, know what it's like to be D1, it's, man. You know, yeah, time, it's the struggle, but you time know, you is of the it. essence. Everything, everything. <laughs> so, uh, so go ahead and introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit more about yourself for the people who are meeting you for the uh, for the first time. So my name is Justin Wosu. I'm a D1 at Tufts University School of Dental Medicine. I'm from the DMV, PG County more specifically. And I went to the undergrad at University of Maryland College Park where I received my bachelor's of science in public health science. Um, I'm a first generation Nigerian American that has a passion for aesthetics and really all things beauty related. And I love accomplishing and setting goals. Uh, what else? I'm a huge advocate for an advocate for being confident and showing up as the most authentic and true version of yourself and really just strutting through the world as you see fit. Um, I'm a huge advocate for the underrepresented and in the future, I hope to work with the LGBT community and the black community, yeah, in the black community to eliminate health disparities that thrive in these communities. Um, I just want to leverage my privilege and what God has given me to really just see the community do better and really sort of eliminate the disparities that society has imposed on us and yeah. I'm student doctor Justin Wilson. <laughs> yes, you are, brother. You said a mouthful. Said some good stuff, man. <laughs> so again, uh, a welcome to the to the podcast, brother. So let's dive in. Let's brush it up here. Um, so first, uh, why dentistry? 
Why dentistry? Because you were, what, what was your major at College Park? Public health science. Public health science. Public health science. So yes, dentistry is definitely part of public health. <laughs> you know, uh, most definitely, most definitely. So, so why me, dentistry as a career though, for you? I feel like for me, dentistry is literally so perfect in the sense that it really does combine several things that I'm deeply like interested in, such as science, aesthetics, and just overall health and well-being. And like I was mentioning before, like I'm a huge advocate for being confident in yourself and really just showing up as yourself. And I feel like oftentimes an individual's perception of who they are um, and how people perceive them is really dictated by how people or how they think people are perceiving their teeth. And a short anecdote that I really have that highlights this is I had a friend and that whenever she would smile, she would cover her teeth. And that made me wonder like if you're experiencing joy and you always have like this protective or re or protective mechanism or reflex whenever you smile like are you ever truly happy and i don't think so because you're always thinking about this one insecurity that you have and once i realized this it really made me focus on dentistry and more so specifically um, cosmetic dentistry and it's maybe a little corny but i really do want to instill like my future patients with the confidence to be who they are and really just be as social or whatever, however they wanna be and however they wanna show up, I want them to be able to do that and just be emboldened to be themselves yeah. um, because that's, that's exactly what I do and I absolutely love it. <laughs> yeah, man, and, and you, you'd be surprised as to how many people really don't know the importance of a smile, not only in social Literally. settings that relate to you know relationships or work environments or just leaving the house to you know go out and enjoy life uh, uh, not smiling because they're hiding, you know, literally smiling pictures like this. And you can tell, you know, what they're really, literally. They're, they're hiding back that the, the smile because it's something that they don't feel comfortable with. So, um, and, and dentistry helps. Yeah. Dentistry helps to, to, uh, to, you know, increase that level of confidence, uh, exactly. hopefully along the life continuum as well. So t <laughs> let's talk a little bit about your application process, because, uh, I know you had a, a lot of schools to choose from and uh, <laughs> had some that you probably had a target on as well. But talk, talk a little bit about your application process as to how you prepare for the DAT, uh, the number of schools you applied to. Did you do anything special with your personal statement? Share, share, share a little bit about that. Um, in terms of my journey, it was pretty much straightforward. You know, I'm a traditional applicant. I matriculated into dental school right after having graduated undergrad. Um, but the application process was arduous. It was last minute and a little unorganized for me, if I'm being honest. Um, my undergrad operated under a committee process. So they had deadlines and a time schedule outside of what ADSES had. So it was hard for me to sort of really focus on the deadlines that my school was giving me. And I was put into a predicament where I had to complete my personal statement in two days. And albeit it was mostly done for the most part, I still wanted and needed time to perfect it and really present myself to these schools how I wanted to. Um, in terms of my DAT, I studied for about two months and a half, and I really didn't think this was going to be enough time to really master the material and get the score that I needed and wanted. But God is good, and he allowed me to um, get a competitive score. And it was actually quite funny because I was actually doing HIV research when I was studying for the DAT, so I really felt like I had not only a truncated amount of time, but I wasn't able to allocate as much time as I wanted to. But like I was saying, like, God is just phenomenal. He really did just come through for me in that aspect. 
Um, in total, I think I applied to eight schools and I got accepted to six. And what I was really looking for was diversity, 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 because I wanted to walk into a room and people not only look like me, but act like me. And Tuss has done a phenomenal job. We was talking talking earlier about the work that Dr. Holloway has done. And she has just been an amazing advocate for just diversity and dentistry and just, just bringing about a better and brighter future for us all. Absolutely, she's done a phenomenal job. And if you guys don't know what we're talking about, uh, we're talking about a, there's a pipeline program that was started by Dr. Holloway, who's up at Tufts right now. Uh, it's called the I Did, uh, Increasing Diversity in Dentistry. Uh, look down below, there's a link there if you wanna get a, a more information mm -hmm. about that, check that out. Great program. Uh, and, as, and again, it's, it's what it is called. It's a pipeline to, to going to, to dental school and becoming a dentist. So uh, shout out to Dr. Holloway as well. Um, so, so, so what were, you know, you mentioned your schools, you had applied to six schools, I'm sorry, applied to eight schools and got acceptances at six, which is phenomenal, brother. Phenomenal. <laughs> thank you. Thank phenomenal. you. Thank you. You know, I, I remember, <laughs> I remember when I got my one acceptance <laughs> when I got it and it was my top school. And after that, I didn't focus on nothing. Else. <laughs> so you only need one. You, you only, only need one. one. That's right. You only that, need one. Last time I checked, you can only go to one dental school at a time anyway. It's true. So you only need one. <laughs> you know, it's one true, and done, true. so to speak. But uh that's a phenomenal uh statistic. So congratulations on that. And uh, and you're at your top school as well. So let's talk a little bit about your uh what did you hear about the first year of dental school before you started? What, what were some of the, the rumors or, or some of the tooth fairy tales that you heard about D1 year before you started? So I heard that D1 year was gonna be absolutely crazy. And it's funny because whenever I would talk to any dental student as a pre-dental student, I would always ask them like how long they studied for and if dental school was hard. And I always received the same answer. Of, yes, dental school is hard, but Honestly, I don't, the thing is, I feel like there's a difference between something being hard and something being tedious. And I feel like dental school isn't necessarily hard, it's more so tedious. You know, there's nothing really abstract or uh, crazy about what we're learning. You know, dentin is dentin, enamel is enamel, cementum is cementum, you know, it's not really like quantum physics, but it does become hard when you have like eight hours of studying and we have an exam coming up. You could even be studying for 12 hours daily you know, so it's not really hard. It's more so tedious. And when you add the operatory work on top of it, you know, like you want to hone in on your clinical skills to be the best clinician you could possibly be. So that on top of the schoolwork is taxing and very tedious, but it's manageable if you yeah. have good time management and you're doing what you need Time to do. management, yeah. time management. That's the word. That's the two letter word. Literally. Uh, I'm not two, the two, the two words that people always say time management and discipline, right? Especially now during COVID where a lot of uh, learning is being done online uh, uh, and you don't necessarily, of course, don't have to go to the school, um, but you've got to be disciplined even though the classes are recorded. You got to be. You got to be, you got to have that discipline. You, you got to have that to, study schedule, you know, you got to stick exactly. to it. It's so easy to just go on Netflix, lay in bed all day, you right. know, right. so easy. Yeah, Netflix ain't got nothing to do with dentistry. <laughs> except except Literally. for your except for your timeout, you know, your little put yourself in timeout for a little
break, you know, you, you can reward yourself yeah. uh, with, with a little Netflix, but uh, but not beforehand, right? Not beforehand. So mm-hmm. um, did you really do anything to, you know, knowing what you heard about the first year uh, with it being, you know, um, just being crazy and just being a, a lot, did you do anything extra doing your transition from undergrad to your D1 year? Did you do anything extra to prepare or, or were you good to go, you thought? For the most part, oh no, because for the most part, the thing is, I wanted to do some pre studying and like brush up on some material, but then I realized that if everyone is saying they're stressed throughout dental school, <laughs> why would I stress myself out before I go into this crazy time? So I really did just use that, I think it was like two months before dental school to just really relax and just breathe and make sure not only my mental health is good, my emotional health is good and just making sure I'm in a predicament that I need to be in order to really do well in dental school. So I just relaxed and really just focused on myself and it didn't help that uh, we were literally on lockdown. So I was literally just in my room, laying in bed, just chilling, relaxing, chilling. That's right. I had a That's good time right. though. That's good. That's good. So you're, you know, you're coming up on your the completion of your D1 year. You're in your second semester now. What what have you liked so far about D1, D1 year? If there's if there's too much to like, <laughs> there's not a lot to say. But <laughs> I would have to say my classmates. You know, like they have made this crazy roller coaster just so much and so much bearable. It's just so enjoyable and worthwhile. You know, like we how so keep how each so. Other. How so? We How keep you- each other sane, just having like a network of, of individuals that relate to me, that look like me, like I was speaking to the diversity at Tufts, you know, I have literally 40 classmates that look like me and we just hold each other accountable. We just keep each other on our toes, making sure that we're where we need to be, you know, like we have a little group chat, we send each other study guides and like resources and materials just to make sure like everyone's good because at the end of the day, like we all have to make sure everyone's good. Like we're all here to eat and just be the best dentist that we could possibly be in. It's just beautiful, the family really that we formed. Yep, the village, the village. It takes a, it takes village, a village, right? And everybody's, <laughs> everybody's got a role to play within each uh, exactly. dental school class and then, and, exactly. and then each, and then uh, also the upperclassmen have a role to play too as they continue to move forward and as you continue to move forward. And when those new exactly. D1s come in next year, you guys will be doing the same thing. So. Um, exactly. So that's great to know that, you know, that's one of the things we like best because it's so, it's key. All y'all got in, now y'all got to get through. All of right? us. <laughs> and there's a timetable. Yeah. <laughs> right? It's yeah, four it years. We don't want to be and, uh, doing the fifth. That money. Sixth. Right, right. That money. <laughs> yeah. Because Tufts will eat up, uh, eat I- up though, that money if, you, if you're there for longer than what you need to be there for. So. Uh, that's good to know that that's um, a strong point there uh, at your school as well. So what, what are some challenges though, right? There's, there's, no, there's no victory without some, some challenges or some roadblocks. So what are some of the things that you've had uh, to kind of deal with that have been somewhat challenging or hard to do, but also at the same time, what have you done to kind of pivot around those and navigate around those challenges? Uh, I would have to say starting my D1 year in a literal pandemic, you know, and I felt like because we started in a pandemic, we didn't really get 
a chance to socialize as much as we wanted to, you know, and I feel like my social life was stunted significantly, you know, like you're studying for hours on end and you really don't have an outlet to really go out and have fun and go get drinks with your classmates. There was nothing like that. So we really had to sort of make time for each other how we could and within regulations. So it was just, it was, it was hard because you're really in a box, you know, you're just studying for eight hours, like I was saying, and it's, it's hard when you're on your own and where you feel like you're on your own and you can't really meet these new people, you know, you're excited to meet everyone and just vibe with everyone, but you can't really do that in a pandemic and all classes are online. So you don't really feel like a dental student. You feel like you're just doing undergrad all over again because you're not really working with your hand skills. You're just literally just taking classes online, basically doing Zoom University. So yeah, Zoom University. That was, that was challenging. Yep. Now, are you guys able to go into uh, into SimLab in like different waves or phases? Because, you know, Tufts is the second largest school in the country behind NYU. So I know there's a lot of D1 students uh, in your class. What was it, about two? Was it 250? What I think do you guys say? No, I think it's 206. I think it's 206, about oh, give or take a, a few. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But even at uh, 200, that's, you know. For, for some schools, crazy, that's, twice, crazy. that's twice or even four times as many as some other schools have. So are you guys still able to go into clinic, uh, to pre-preclinical pre labs and do things? Or how, how does that, how's that been a challenge for you all as well? Um, yeah, we just recently got into um, Sin Clinic, um, literally, I would have to say like two weeks ago. Okay. So that's a little <laughs> that's a little frustrating because people have always said that dental school doesn't it only prepares you for like the most basic aspects of dentistry. And you learn everything as you go and as you're doing everything whenever you graduate. And it just makes me a little anxious the fact that we're just now getting into um, sim clinic, but the school has said we're gonna be good. They're gonna make sure you take the proper protocol to make sure our hand skills are where they need to be. So Good. We should good. be good. That's good. That's good. So one other good thing that we want to hear from you is is some tips. We want to hear some good tips, some good advice, because, you know, <laughs> dental school is still very popular, you know, close to 13,000 applicants every year. Um, but about, you know, a little less than half or right around half of those applicants, uh, unique applicants actually get in. So still very competitive. Um, what What's some advice for those that have get that have gotten in and that will get in as far as uh, uh, advice for starting dental school in, in the D1 year. What, what tips or advice do you have? Can you give us some three, three your, your top three? Uh, one, I would have to say master the skill of compartmentalization because during my first semester, I went through two traumatic events. You know, my parents, we weren't really seeing eye to eye on site. And so, they ostracized me and then I got into a car accident. It's just like a lot of different stuff that I was dealing with in dental school. And it's just like, wow, this is my first semester. Like it's already crazy. It's already a crazy roller coaster as it is. So dealing with those life factors, those traumatic life factors was really, um, it took a toll on mental health. But then I realized that everyone has a sob story, you know, like where everyone has gone through things and people, it's unfortunate, but people don't, it's going to sound crazy, but people don't really care at the end of the day, you know, you just, you just have to keep going. People don't really care about a sob story unless it becomes a success story. And it's crazy to think about, but it's true. People are most so worried about what they have going on with their life. 
Um, so you just gotta keep going, you just gotta keep at it. Dental school is hard and life is still gonna keep going, like things are gonna happen, but you just gotta remain focused because whatever you're going through is transient, it's temporary, but grades are temporary, <laughs> as terrible as it may sound. Uh, the second one I would have to say is for pre-dentals, the interview is so important. If you have an interview, you're basically in. You just have to prove to the school that that you're not crazy. You're not, you know, like you're not gonna be a dentist that is unethical. You're not gonna be a dentist that doesn't have the social skills to be able to communicate with your patient. You just have to prove, you best have to, you're selling a product at that point. You just have to sell yourself to the dental school. And once you do that, you're gonna be, you're gonna be solid. You're gonna be Gucci. Um, third, I would have to say, Studying, <laughs> make sure you study, especially for pre-dentals. Like I remember I was watching this one YouTube video of this girl, she studied for like, I wanna say a month for her MCAT and she got in the 99th percentile, but it was because when she was taking those core science classes going through undergrad, she really focused and studied and really, really did what she had to do. So she only really had to take a month to study for the MCAT because throughout those four years of undergrad, she did exactly what she needed to do. And the DAT isn't that crazy if you did the prior work, you know? The DAT is really more so of a review. You shouldn't really be learning all the material. You should more so be reviewing if you did what you had to do. And and to, to add to that about the DAT and the example that the young lady that was playing for the, the MCAT, just because you heard us say there was an example of somebody <laughs> only taking one month to study, does we're not saying that you should only take one month to study. Most for the definitely DAT. not. Most definitely. Not. <laughs> okay. Most definitely not. Please don't don't set yeah. yourself up like that. No, no, no. And <laughs> and, and even even student Dr. Justin said he studied over two and a half months. Um, and I still and I, feel like that wasn't enough time. So right, and you said you were so doing that. Own. You were doing that while you were, you know, doing your application. You were doing research at the same time. So, you know, <laughs> please don't <laughs> misconstrue what, <laughs> what we're saying. Please don't. Right, you'd be like, oh, student Dr. <laughs> Justin and Dr. Darwin said just take a month. No, I don't need a month to study. Please no, don't. don't do that. Don't do please that. Don't. don't do that. I mean, yeah, That's don't funny. do that. So, uh, so hey, man, those are some great tips. Uh, study, study, study. Um, make sure your interview, you're ready for your interview and just kind of demonstrate that you can communicate, you you're sociable, um, that, you know, that you're, um, you know, <laughs> not going to be a crazy applicant <laughs> or a crazy dental student, uh, you know, your personal statement, but also being able to, you know, Man, it's different things at the same time, right? Exactly. And I think that's where that, you know, having a schedule or having something where you're able to st structure your thoughts and your actions on a daily basis uh, really helps, really helps. Well, I'm gonna tell you, man, this has been very helpful. What's the best way for people to contact you if, if they have some other questions or wanna reach out to you as well? Uh, I would have to say on my Instagram. Right now it's j.chxdi, but then it should be, by the time this video comes out, it should be Dr. Nwosu. So dr.nwosu. All right, and we'll put those, and we'll put those, those are down below for you guys that are watching and listening. Those will be down below and you can hit the, um, hit the description and you can find out some more information. Well, I'm gonna tell you, man, any, any special projects you've been working on? I know it's kind of hard when you're D1, I don't know if you're involved in any extracurricular activities there at the school. Um, 
anything that you're working on or things that you're thinking about as you continue your D1 year, but also get ready to get into D2 and D3, any projects you want to work on? I know you, you had done some research undergrad. Um, you want to share anything? Um, I'm actually working on a um, scholarship and mentorship program for underrepresented pre-health professionals because I feel like we were the ones with the most empathy and we're the ones that really need to be taking up these spaces and really teaching and impart on people like the importance of being humanistic and just really placing an emphasis on um, just empathy in general. So I really want us to take up these rooms and I really wanna just provide mentorship and leverage what God has given me and blessed me with to just see other people eat and just be as successful. Well, that's great, man. And and that that project that you're working on is definitely in alignment with a group uh, that we just started called Dentistry Amongst Brothers and uh, uh, for scholarship, mentorship, uh, shadowing, and just uplifting not only those that want to become dentists or, or those that are also part of uh, the process, right, being in school, being in residency, but also after you graduate, uh, you know, we all need help at some point, right? The smartest dentist or the smartest student, the smartest individual is the one that asks for help. And we all need help at different sure. stages in our career and in life, so it's okay. Uh, but to have that resource for one another, to uplift one another, uh, to have that camaraderie that you talked about that you have with your classmates there at Tufts uh, is so key, not only while you're in school, but okay. after you graduate as well. So definitely look forward to kind of partnering up uh, with that project that you have as a, as a personal Most project, uh, but also on a bigger, bigger scale um, uh, with the, with the brothers in dentistry as well, man, looking forward uh, to that. So also guys look forward to these videos that right here, hopefully these will be helpful uh, in, in your journey as well. Student Dr. Justin D1 Tufts getting ready <laughs> to go to D2. Thanks so much, man, for your time. And we're no out problem. for today. Love, peace and smiles. We'll see you on the next Thank video. You. <laughs> hey hope you guys like that episode there's more more to listen to and more to learn from make sure you subscribe and tune in at the next next episode peace <laughs>